And welcome, everybody. This is episode eight of Unleash the Kregel, or actually it might be nine. Uh, well, you'll see with whatever it says. That's the episode it is. Today, I have a special guest. I actually was uh, had a kind of a change on the fly. Uh, unknown and unknowable is what I always live off of, it seems like. Um, so we actually have a uh, special secret guest who originally was going to be the couple I mentioned in the previous podcast, but... Um, had a little change of schedule for them, so we'll move them later in the month. Today, I have a special uh, guest and friend, uh, and really hardcore CrossFitter, uh, my good friend Jason Marlowe. Uh, Jason and I have known each other. Well, let me let's just get into the podcast, and uh, we'll talk about it. Welcome, Jason. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's a yeah. pleasure to be here. Yeah. So we just got done with the Saturday free class at CrossFit. I love it. And uh, we were just actually talking off uh, before we started the podcast that our coach, Mitch Stevenson, sold this as doing cardio. Do you remember what the workout was? Uh, yeah, it, uh, it was it was undersold as a cardio event, <laughs> uh, 20 minutes of max salt bike cows. Um, but uh, then he snuck in some man makers and some step back lunges, uh, kind of waterfall style workout where... Uh, there actually is no rest, um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we got the heart rate up today, which is good. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I actually be, was partnered with you and D three Darren Spence, and uh, I knew when when we had a team that I was going to get absolutely no rest, and you guys might get a little extra based on how my man makers went. So yeah, it was good. Uh, I think you know, the last two we we actually did a workout last night, and I wasn't sure I was going to wake up today, but. Thank God I did, and I was able to come in and move. But man, that was another back-to-back -back hardcore workout. So, um, so yeah, we're we're uh, you were kind of last minute. I actually asked you at class last night if you would be on, and lo and behold, our schedule worked out. And so we have a few minutes we can chat. And uh, same thing, I'm going to probably do this in two parts. Uh, allow it to be like 20 minutes each. So we'll talk a little bit about Jason, life, uh, his life changes in life and also kind of CrossFit and so forth. So uh, without any, uh, with all that lead in, how, how did you find CrossFit or, or how did CrossFit find you? We were talking a little bit about this, but tell uh, tell yeah, listeners. CrossFit found me in the, in the form of uh, Mitchell Stevenson. Uh, never heard of it. Um, he uh, went to college down in Oregon and he had, uh, moved back up here to come home. And, um, I'd went through some recent life changes and he come knocking on my door one day and asked me if I wanted to come watch him work out. And I didn't exactly know what that meant. I always known him as a soccer player. We show up at a warehouse behind a restaurant and lo and behold there's about 100 people in a circle and uh, there's some gymnastic bars things like that some weights and i watch him do these superhuman things for about eight minutes and then we leave and he brings me home um a couple months later he asked me if i wanted to come to the free class on saturday morning um and Seven years later, here I am back at the free class, still going at it. Still going at it. Yeah, it's funny. And for those, yeah, obviously, many people listening are going to know Mitch Stevenson, um, CrossFit Games athlete, um, 
uh, says semifinals, um, just an all-around fit young man. Uh, we'll have him uh, trying to work out schedules to get him on the podcast also, but a lot of tie-ins to Mitch. Um, you know, J- Jason uh, and I were chatting a little bit. I've known Mitch since he was a very young youth. My my boys and his cousins grew up together, and so I've watched him kind of grow from a young boy into a man and, and now a husband. And, and yet the one thing that's been consistent is the engine that young man has. And uh, it just continues to stay at that level. So you, you watched, you saw CrossFit done. When was, do you remember when your first, about when your first class was approximately? Yeah, we had, um, you know, CrossFit, I love it here, does intro camp and, um, you know, that was the way that you had to kind of buy your way into getting into the normal everyday classes is come come to intro camp for two weeks, right? Um, and they got to kind of, you know, see your your level of fitness and mobility and all of that. So mm-hmm. um, my first day was, uh, I believe it was November 7th, uh, about seven years ago. And, you know, I kind of underestimated the commitment of CrossFit, right? I mean, if you are really buying in, right? And so I kind of came with a very casual approach Mm. and I didn't show up for the first intro camp day. Mm. And then I just randomly showed up for the second one um, about two or three minutes late. And, (laughs) um, you know, that, that didn't go over too well, right? Set a, um, set a, wrong, set a sort of wrong tone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. I, you know, didn't didn't go well right off the bat. So, uh, you know, we've got the amazing owners of Matt and Kaylee here, and uh, so they kind of pulled me aside and said, "Hey, let's uh, let's back out of this intro camp and let's let's get into the next one." Um, and so they kind of sat me down and talked me through, you know, kind of what what the what the value is and, you know, the buy-in. And so, you know, that was kind of a harsh reality. It took me, took me a couple months before I decided to, you know, be courageous enough to come back. Right. I was a little intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I did come back and, you know, thank goodness I did. Right. Mm. Um, so, mm. but it was, it was pretty intimidating at first. Sure. Right. Oh, I, I think, I think that's the beauty I I've had the tough love with you know uh, approach approach from you know from in a very good way. Doesn't mm-hmm. feel good at the moment. Yep. You know, like anything. Uh, you know, you you could be a fifty year old person and yet you could you could feel like a kid because you know you know the person's right, but it doesn't feel good to kind of be called out on on something and in in the, the call out and in in my case you know i remember very distinctly it was a workout and i just gave up i just stopped and it was like again it's not a matter of how many reps you do it's just the idea that you're just going to decide you're going to stop you know just is never you know never a good thing you know, you move until you, you know, unless you're physically unable to, or there's something wrong. But if it's just, I'm done, I'm going to quit. There's, there's, there's that tougher love approach that I got, you know, certainly from Kaylee. And at the moment, I was not happy. I was very, I was ready to walk away. But in retrospect, and in, in a, when I had a chance, it was the best thing to happen because it really makes you serious about 
that commitment, not just to CrossFit, but really to yourself. Yeah, I what reached I a point in, in life where, you know, I use the term give up, right? Yeah. I had reached a point in life where I'd given up. Yeah. Uh, from, you know, where I'd been at previously in my athletic endeavors through life, through college, um, to going through some major changes in my personal life. Yeah. To just honestly just letting myself go uh, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Yeah. And I just kind of got to a point where I'd given up, right? Yeah. And, you know, I I tell I tell Mitch and I, I tell Matt and Kaylee, you know, um, you know, may may kind of be a bold statement, but in a way they saved my life. Right? Sure. Because I had I had given up and I didn't know how to pick myself up at that point. And it was just a knock on the door and hey, let's go to the gym. Yeah. And that, yeah. that put things in motion from there. Yeah. Well, I mean, since you and I and I think that's where you and I connect well, you know, we've had our personal we've gone through divorce. Yep. We've we've you know, there's been, you know, suffering from that. And and nobody nobody, regardless of what it, you know, the situation, nobody comes out, you know, uh intact in the or, you know, nobody nobody comes out unscarred, maybe is a better way to say it. And and I actually agree with you. I the same exact thing when I, I actually you know, came here at the uh I love it um grand opening Matt had back in 2013 uh, and it was actually my son who led me because he needed a place to live for his football um, college football stuff and I wasn't sure I did a month it was like 25 bucks for the month and and yet I made the commitment and it's you know I tell them it saved my life because I was in a bad way health-wise emotionally I was you know pretty spent after so many years of struggling you know co-parenting but just you know, awful life stuff and you get to that stage where you get beat up and beat up and you're you're like at some point it's not what you want to give up you're just like you're spent and yet crossfit gave me that kick like i hear from you it gave me that kick that not kicking the pants but that idea of reinvigorating the idea of moving and that movement is life and that movement then gives us not just emotional or not physical, but it gives us that confidence back. That athlete that maybe left a long time ago uh, has come back. Now, not nearly as athletic as I used to be, but I'm athletic in a lot of ways more than I used to be. But more than anything, my my person is who I'm supposed to be. And that's I, I hear you the same way. And I've watched you since we've known each other uh, come into your own and come into who you were made to be as yeah, a, I mean, as a, from I mean, being a you know former high school and college athlete um you know you you're kind of looking for you know something to fill that competitive urge mm. and you know crossfit you know in some regard does that for me um sure. you know i <laughs> i think everybody has those people that uh they either, you know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna work out next to this person today. They have no idea why I'm why I'm setting up right next to them, right? Mm -hmm. But I think this is this is a workout that I, I believe is in my wheelhouse, and I know it's in there. So yeah, we're we're pretty evenly matched up, yeah. I believe. So I'm gonna try and keep up, right? Sometimes that works. Sometimes that doesn't work out. Sometimes so the well. wheels fall uh, off quick. Yeah, yeah. you get yeah. buried by that individual. But yeah. you know, I have. Uh, 
I have loved every minute of it. And, you know, the, it just kind of satisfies that competitiveness inside of me. So you actually mentioned, and I, I'll be honest, in the time I've known you, I didn't realize. So what did you, college athlete, what did you, what were, what were you? I was a wrestler. Wrestler. You, you should, I should have guessed you were either a wrestler or a pickleball player. Hey, no. Well, no, inspiring pickleball <laughs> no, player at this no, point. No, actually, uh, and those who know Jason, <laughs> you look at him in, in the way he walks, he walks like all the kids I grew up with that are wrestlers in Iowa. You know, he walks like somebody who is ready to take you down, but, uh, you know, great heart. So, oh, oh, and where did you wrestle? Uh, I, I wrestled at, uh, you know, in high school, I wrestled at Ferndale High School. Okay. Uh, tremendous sure. uh, wrestling program there. Um, we had a, a coach by the name of Lee Anderson. Um, you know, he's uh, he was a huge father figure to me um, in life. Um, I owe him a lot. He, he taught me things um, outside of just wrestling, right? Taught uh -huh. me life. Yeah. Um, one of the you know, one of the things I remember about him was we would we would be getting ready for one of the biggest matches of the year against Crosstown Rival. And <clears throat> the night before, he's given us the, the hoorah speech and all that. And then he would say, hey, make sure you go home and love on your mom. Take the garbage out and make sure that uh, you take care of everything at home first because that's, that's what matters in life, right? Sure. He said, we get to wrestle for fun. Yeah. And so a lot of life lessons taught there cool. uh, ended up. Um, going down and wrestling in Seattle and in Portland, okay. um, and made it all the way, um, to the U S nationals, uh, in Nebraska one year. Um, so very cool, pretty, pretty fun. I yeah. learned a lot about that. Um, and you know, wrestling gave me opportunities that I otherwise probably wouldn't have had in life. Um, and one of the greatest things that I got out of wrestling was, and it was also one of the hardest things was when you decide to stop competitively wrestling is how do you keep that fire burning? And once again, my old, uh, coach, uh, Mr. Anderson, he, uh, he brought me onto the coaching mm. staff and next thing you know, 20 years later of high school coaching, um, you know, what a, what a outstanding honor it was to coach so many young men over those years and just be able to kind of pay it forward. Right. Yeah. Everything that I had been taught and learned, um, be able to pass down and just, uh, you know, help these young athletes, grow into young men yeah. that are, you know, high performers, but also, you know, contributing to society. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and it, it, you know, again, I grew up in Iowa, so I grew up, I was a basketball player, but uh, we, you know, or our first few weeks of practice for basketball, our coach sent us down and we actually did all the conditioning with the wrestlers. And, and that's why we were always a run and gun team that we, we would, we would, you know, a little school about the size of, uh, you know, probably Meridian for people that know local. I think we had 70 kids in my graduating class 
but we ran and got, you know played run and gun against class uh, two classes above us, and uh, I think we were one of the only schools that scored a hundred points in a high school game five times, and so we you know but it was because we went down and suffered with the wrestlers and and learned a lot about body movement in that in that case. So I've always had I don't want to be a wrestler <laughs> because you know they really suffer. Um, but I have incredible respect and lots of, uh, quite a few of my friends growing up, I stay in contact with still, um, a lot of who they are is tied into more the wrestling than it is any of the other sports they played because of what happened and kind of their, their process with that. That's really wild. That's just, uh, yeah. And again, here I am, this podcast, I'm learning, uh, uh, learning new info. Uh, so What's the hardest CrossFit workout you can recall, just off the top of my head? Is there one that sticks out that you just go, wow, that that's one that sticks in my memory that I'll do, but that one really hurt? Um, it It's actually, um, and I, I don't, you know, I don't know the name of it or whatever, or if there is a, even is a name for it, but it, it, uh, it took place uh, Saturday at Open Gym. And, um, once again, uh, this involves, uh, Mitch, uh, I was, they were in the, the midst of training for a, a competition and, you know, they needed, they needed some cardio, right. <laughs> and of course pull out the assault bikes. Um, and this was a, a about a one hour assault bike workout, mm. um, you know, hard, fast, uh, little to no rest built into it and just cycling through, um, and hammering down on the assault bike for about an hour. Mm. Um, you know, it was like 45 seconds, max cows, 15 second rest. Mm. Um, you know, so no time to get off the bike. Um, and I thought my, my heart was going to beat right outside of my chest. <laughs> um, I yeah. got off and, um, you know, I I don't know who it was uh, in the CrossFit world, but you know, it's it's something I try to pride myself in. But every once in a while, it just it just happens, right? Um, it said, "Hey, when you get done with a with a workout, don't allow yourself to just collapse on the floor and just oh, lay yeah. there in that's misery." A, that's right? a Rich Froning, get, I think. Get statement. up, yeah. Walk it off, right? And of course, here at CrossFit, I love it. Um, you know, they always encourage us. You know, take a take a hundred meter walk down and back. Right. And yeah. By the time you get yeah. back, normally your heart rate is, you know, back within, you know, control, your breathing's back down. And, uh, but after that workout uh, on the assault bike, um, I, I was literally so exhausted. My legs couldn't hold me up and I just laid there on the ground. <laughs> yeah. like, okay. Uh, it got me. Yeah. Well, I, I, I could answer the question since you're sitting in front of me. Um, I, I remember Fight Gone Bad uh, back about 2016 um, being one of the worst because probably because I wasn't great of all the movements, but mm -hmm. also there's the same thing. You just didn't get rest. It was moved from one station to the next for three rounds. And um, I think we were doing three rounds, uh, the original or the full Fight Gone Bad's five rounds. But I would also say any workout I do with you as a partner <laughs> is the best, but it's also the worst. So, uh, and for those that are listening, we did actually, when I referred to last night, we did a, uh, uh, the, the Lahaina, 
Line, yep, line Maui Strong workout. Well, Maui Strong workout uh, we did as a, as a gym all day yesterday. And so Jason and I partnered up and uh, – and, and, and I always felt, I, I was thinking to myself as we're doing this, you know, 200 meter run with a med ball, one partner, and you alternate movements. Then they tag off and you do eight. Uh, we did knee ups, but you toast a bar. Then you do, you tag off. Partner one does eight power cleans. Uh, we went beefy 135 RX because we're uh, strong, you know, silverbacks. And then uh, tag off and partner two does. 23 air squats and then tag off and partner one does 13 lateral burpees over the barbell tag off and now partner two starts in and you do that for eight rounds and i just remember about round two for me round four for us the lactic acid in my legs started building up and i kept thinking he's getting a lot more rest during my runs than i am during <laughs> his runs <laughs> but and so you talk about wanting to get up and walk around i actually had to have one of our other members greg blankers pull my knee sleeves off because i literally couldn't i couldn't move by that one hurt that one genuinely so i would say every workout with you is fantastic but it also i know i'm going to suffer in the process and and yet i'm better for it um i'm good all around that's awesome um so uh Let's uh, let me look at you real quick. Okay, so we talked about your process coming into CrossFit. If I gave you thirty seconds to convince somebody or talk to somebody about why they should go to CrossFit, I'll go three, two, one, go. You got thirty uh, seconds. Community. I mean, you know, my experience. I uh, obviously, you know, I'm a CrossFit. I love it. Uh, member here, but uh, I have had the privilege through work. Um, it's given me opportunities to drop into CrossFit gyms all over the place and the, just the community involvement, um, the friendships that you make, um, is amazing. It's, it's life changing. Um, like I mentioned earlier, it CrossFit has saved my life. Right. Mm. And it's not just the workouts, right. It's also the people, the friendships mm. that you make. Right. I mean, these, these, you know, um, these people are family, mm. right? And just just that bond, right? Um, I, I always kind of look at it as uh, faith, family, and fitness, right? Mm. And it's all kind of wrapped into one, right? Mm -hmm. And I get all of that from, you know, being involved here in CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I will just kind of tie off of this or with you. You know, I've in 10 years of being, 10 plus years of being here, um, you know, I've had other groups. I, I would say church and CrossFit are the two most, you know, in, I would say in that order, are the two most critical parts of my life, mm -hmm. the most, most uh, influential. And, and in both cases, I've experienced life. I've experienced death. I've experienced loss. I've experienced gain or success. Um, and through that all, the, the two places that I go to first is church and CrossFit and CrossFit. I love it. And certainly, you know, this community, you know, when I, when I, uh, uh, I had already been through my divorce, but it was where I was at that kind of halfway stage part of, of, you know, nine years removed from it, that things were kind of like falling apart again, you know, and I found uh, CrossFit. Um, you know, marriages of my children and births of grandchildren, but death of a son recently, 
um, first place besides church that I came to was Matt and Kayla said, Hey, I'm going to come back, you know, and, and experience here in the community. And it's not people want to, you know, are here to talk to you or whatever. You're just here to move. And that movement and that, that inclusion, and, and I say inclusion, but that, that just community, that family aspect of, Hey, we're here for you, what, whatever you need. And if that just says you move, you move, we're here. And, and absolutely, I completely agree that it will be somewhere where if I ever move away, I'll make regular visits back because to here specifically because it's like coming back to see family. Um, and so for me, it's, it's that tie that, it, you know, I don't know if I'll leave when I retire, but if I do, absolutely. The reason that would draw me back here is this community, this group of people, the, the family that I have here that aren't blood related but are as close to blood related as possible so yeah yeah that's very so you mentioned a couple of gyms any any one or two gyms you think about that you visited that you thought hey that's an awesome gym you should go see it for those that are listening um i've got a uh um i call our friend um and uh crossfit uh pillars um i believe it's in moses lake Okay. Uh, Valerie, uh, her and her husband run a, a CrossFit gym over there. Um, for work, I, I had to kind of work remotely out in the middle of Quincy and I'd drive back into, into, to her gym, uh, after she, she had a late class. Um, and she's a phenomenal, uh, individual. Um, mm, very cool. Just great. And I'll um, tag, I'll, I'll find out the gym and I'll tag it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, her and I, uh, honestly, I, I, I value her as a friend. We've only met a couple times yeah. in life. Right. But, yeah. uh, we've, you know, that's the, that's the great thing about CrossFit, right? You make, you make connections and they just stick. Right. Yeah. And, uh, we mostly just kind of follow, I follow her gym on, um, on Instagram and, uh, another, another gym that, uh, was amazing uh is crossfit katie in katie texas katie, texas um yeah. wow they the community that's there the the people um i again i've gone there for work and i drop in there uh just a fantastic mm. uh place um you know their community reminds me so much of ours here and i love mm. it so mm. those are those are probably two of my favorites very that cool. I've dropped in at. Very cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've hit gyms. Uh, a couple of them are CrossFit uh, SCM. The, the, the owners uh, end up selling and moving, moving but uh, SCM in uh, Felton, California, was real meaningful, community aspect, very you know welcoming to me as a person kind of coming from the outside. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the others. Uh, Ah, there, there are plenty of meaningful places. I think that's the beauty of it is um, the community aspect of CrossFit gyms is what really is the selling point. And if you're an owner, that's what you want to be looking at and driving because that's what's going to sustain your business through everything. Yeah, uh, and so that, so that, forth. that so. gym was CrossFit Four Pillars. Uh, four Pillars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'll tag it in the uh, show notes so you can certainly check it out and definitely go check that out also. So – We've talked a little bit about how CrossFit's helped you in kind of life's ups and downs. What keeps you coming back to CrossFit? To I love it. To we talked community. 
Uh, is it just community or what other what other things? We've talked. We haven't actually talked. We're going to talk in a little bit here about personal stuff and that. But you got grandkids. Is it grandkids? Is it your life? Is it your health? Um, what gets you back here? What makes it, you? It's keep all of that. It's a you know. Besides the you know the obvious the the physical the health aspect of it right um, you know like I mentioned earlier there's a competitive urge right I I, I get that satisfied um, here um, through that um, but it's you know and that concludes part one of a two part interview I did with Jason Marlowe. I wanted to give you a chance to be able to have a break uh, doing about a 40, 30 minute episode and you'll have to wait. Next week we will drop part two of the interview and I know you're going to want to return to listen to more about Jason and CrossFit, his life, what he does for work, what inspires him with work and more about his family, his uh, new marriage with Karen and all the fantastic things that just make him the man and person and husband that he is. So return back next week. We'll be dropping it. If you aren't following already, follow us on Instagram. You can also follow us on YouTube and you can email us. All of the links are down in the show notes. Again, come on back next week and check out part two of my interview with Jason Marlowe. Thank you again, Jason, and look forward to seeing you all and being with you on the next episode. This is Jonathan Kregel for Unleash the Kregel Podcast.